with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the stream that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising winds. The little outdoor elves came in last night. Man, it's beautiful around here. Also called squirrels. Little little Christmas squirrels? I came in and chewed up the insulation. That's what all that stuff is hanging everywhere. all around. Now I get it. Welcome, it's the Outdoor Zone. I feel a little out of place. I feel like I haven't ever done this before. Uh, Really? 712 shows later and I... (laughs) Have no clue what I'm doing is what it feels like. Oh, you were RIT this morning. You came in hot, buddy. Hey. Man, you were right in time. If you're if you're on time, you're late. No, how does that go? If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, I won't repeat the end of that. (laughs) Welcome, it's the outdoor zone. Live in the bunkhouse. This is the number one outdoor radio show in all of the world. I'm Cody Ryan, sitting in with me this morning. Beef steak. Oh yeah. Good morning. Here we are. And uh, Salt Dog twisting wires. Good morning, Salt Dog. It's kind of he's in the dark over there. What he is? The bulb went out. The bulb I mean, must have gone out. Are those rat? I mean, those squirrels were chewing on the. Insulation well, it's that time and... of year, man. Those squirrels and those rats are getting in to uh, your uh, getting into all your. You know, your attic, and yeah. you're going to so, find raccoon babies running around the attic. Yeah, making that squirrely noise. I mean, the raccoon noise. You know, they're like... Yeah, yeah. It's just that time of year. It's going to start happening. So make sure you pull the batteries on your vehicles when you're down south. Batteries? Yeah. What, what you talking about? Pull the batteries. Oh, you think they would nest up in there and chew on them? What oh, are you my talking goodness. about? Wiring and all that stuff. They get up there and chew on it. And the batteries, I believe, provide heat. Mm, I have no idea. Well, the engine, I mean. Maybe I made all that up. Yeah, well, we created a three. I was witness to a three-legged cat uh, up north where. What does that have park, to do with well, mice things and getting squirrels up because the warmth. in the wintertime? That was always the case, man. Those cats, those barn cats, they would jump up underneath the hood. And Only sit. the three-legged ones. Well, now they're three-legged. That was nasty. He got caught oh, in the. Oh my in gosh. The, he, he got caught in the in the pulley, 
in the belt, in between the this, belt and the Did pulley. I mention this was the number one outdoor radio show <laughs> in all of until, the world? Until we started talking about three-legged cats. And that Australian, remember I sent you that? Was that the, did you watch that feral cat guy? I don't, I don't pay attention to feral cat stories. That's, oh, my gosh. We'll, that's we'll TJ. wait for TJ yeah. to come back because that was an incredible guy wearing feral cat got, hats and I've everything. got better things to do than deal with feral cats. So yesterday I went out and we did our Christmas tree shopping. Yes, with you your know, bride. Right. It was a great date day, I guess we could call it. Yeah. So you we find did, you a nice cedar tree and cut it down yourself and do that whole thing. We did that once, but now we're going. <laughs> but but now uh, we're like, no, we're going to the closest place, and that's it. But yeah, we've got this place, a little family tradition, where we always go back to the same place, and then we go eat pizza of all things. Right, right afterwards, it's great pizza right next door, <laughs> right. And so, uh, so you don't care what the tree place was. It really has nothing to do with the story. It's, it's a good pizza joint. It's really going to pizza, and then we just <laughs> happen to go by and get a tree after an obligation, right? You know, to get it's a tree. an excuse to go to the pizza place, right. right? So, anyways, we we go over there, and um, this guy. So, have you ever seen where they put them up on a table, and they've got this machine or this hoop that it goes through, yeah, and it puts the plastic netting all over right, it, right? Right, right, right. And so, Did I'm y'all get a live tree still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't go the other way. It, dude, come on. But we'll talk about that in a second. So this guy, as I was pushing it through, Welcome I back said, to 1988, folks. <laughs> we still buy oh, you going to get Griswold an aluminum trees. tree? Is that what you're saying? You get an aluminum tree, tink, 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 you know, just like the Grinch. So, but, so uh, right through that netting, that hoop, and I'm like checking it out, and I'm going, you know, one time I uh, tried to bribe one of you guys to let one of the kids... Yeah. You know, climb up and go through there. And I said, I really wanted to do it. And he's like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe it. They told me about the guy that would come over here and try to put his kid through that hoop. <laughs> and and he said, you know, they tell, you know, that's the funniest or weirdest thing that's ever happened. And he goes, oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. He goes, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to tell my boss that I that I met you. Like, oh well, beefsteak is the one. So. There you go. That's what happens when you hang out with beefsteak. Yeah. You nearly arrested, but not quite. Not quite. I tried to bribe the guy, though. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of, that's my Christmas story right there. So live tree, did you get a Douglas fir? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You got to get it. You got to get the. No, actually, it's a Franklin fir this year. Franklin fir this year? Yeah, because the needles don't go over it. Yeah. (laughs) Better, <laughs> whatever is the cheapest. We, we're going for the twenty four ninety nine, but yeah. you would have to set it on a desk or top of the TV. Yeah, you know, and we ended up paying more. It's one of those things where you got to do it, right? And no, it does get Christmassy. Don't, don't tell me you go home, you don't have one. No, I got a Christmas tree up. Yeah, my wife puts one up the day after Thanksgiving. Really, no matter what, she's one of those. Well, people, actually, right? we waited till the day we got home from the ranch. We went to the ranch on, you know, right you after You didn't chop down a mountain cedar out there? No, no. Bring it back with a little we're, blue. We're a fake tree, fake tree family, bro. Oh, I had, you know, you just changed categories for me. Yeah. I cannot believe that. It's you are a so branch. much better. Cleaner, quicker, done. You know what? Like, you know what my job is? What, to, like it's to an umbrella? To carry the tree... <laughs> From the storage unit in the backyard to the house. Oh, that's 
It's That's awesome. not Christmas. It is very Christmas. Uh, it's clean. Did it have a little button it's that you done. pushed and you just whoosh, like an umbrella? And you know and what it I did? Up? Why my wife set it up because she's very particular about you know like spreading it down, uh-huh. and doing all that yeah. thing. Your fake tree. I went and took a nap. That's how awesome it is. <sighs> no, yeah, you got to work sometimes for mm. things. You know, yeah, although- but not a not a Christmas tree. I don't have to kill harm harm. Okay, now we're going. Don't go Peta on me here. <laughs> so these, I, I actually thought about that when we, were, as my wife was yelling at me that it wasn't the right distance on the tree, you know, and this, and I was clipping off the bottom. Yeah, and you I were thought, doing all that, and I was. And I told taking her taking a nap with the perfect tree set up with lights on it. All and right. I, I was telling her how great it is to see a tree fulfill its purpose here, right? It's bringing joy and reminding us of what, what the life. word Christmas. What a sad for. life that Christmas tree has oh, no. if that fulfills its only purpose. That is its purpose. Oh, man, it's bringing joy, and it's highlighting what Christmas is all about. Jesus' birthday, Weren't you right? just saying y'all were arguing and nagging about well, we how? Ended, yeah, so but, but where, then we got the, the Christmas joy spirit. In that? <laughs> but then we got the Christmas spirit. But I'm looking for, I'll just let everybody know, don't do the little dad gifts, you know, where they get one little crusty pocket knife or something that has a deer on it or the tie with a with a hog on it just combine all the money and a gift card and i will go to the bow shop or well, I'll, I'll go to cabela's <laughs> no, you can't give and, no just buy you're gonna get the pocket knife you're gonna get the tie just suck it up and Enjoy it. Well, you're going to get you a re-gifting. Get, you then. don't get a $250 gift card to the archery shop from your what? grandkids that they can compile their, their money. money. They don't care about that. They oh, saw man. the pocket knife with the deer on it, and that's what Grandpa wants. Yeah. So, hey, hey. it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Stick around. We'll talk a little uh, bass fishing. I'll give you the positive negatives of all that has changed and coming up in the outdoor fishing world plus we've got your outdoor news the weird all your favorite segments game warden field notes all that and more coming up next it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse live right here every sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m on 1049 the horn and 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com All right. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in all of the galaxy. Was. There is a certain point in every hunter's life where they step up to the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. We were just talking about this. Oh, yeah. This is what you want for Christmas. I want a power card for for archery country. Yes. I'm sure they have a gift card option or a layaway program or... I might even go and get some arrows for TJ. But uh, this may be something you have to save up for. Archery Country is Austin's only true bow shop for the bow hunter or just for the recreational shooting shooter. It's one of America's fastest growing sports is recreational archery. 
family-friendly, fun for every age. They've got a full indoor range right there at Archery Country. You can, uh, if you're just curious about shooting a bow or getting into bow hunting or target shooting, you can go there, try it out. They'll set you up. They'll show you how to shoot. They'll do the whole thing. No purchase necessary. And uh, and you can try it all right there at Archery Country. they got a full indoor range, private and group classes and lessons. How about a crossbow? They've got it as well. Traeger Grills, the hottest oh, thing man. in cooking yes. going on right now. 8121 Research Boulevard. Uh, they're open Tuesday through Friday, 1030 to 7, and on Saturdays from 10 to 5. Uh, check them out. Austin Archery Country. Dot com. All right, welcome back. So, uh, TJ, yes, reminded us so faithfully that he is in Georgia, and he is at the at Barry College, which is the largest college campus in the world, at the Fatherhood Commission on Fathering and Fatherlessness. Pretty awesome event, from what I hear. He's getting out, man. Great stuff. Great information for the Kids Outdoor Zone help program. Build mm-hmm. Help build uh, what that looks like, where the best fits are. I think um, he's even giving back. He's speaking a little bit there for others. That's good. To understand what KOZ Kids Outdoor Zone is all about. Spending time with his wife. Yes, that's another important part. I wonder if they're buying a tree. No. Okay. Mm. Now they have a fake tree. Everybody's <laughs> no, gone. No. To the, everybody's gone to the fake tree. Welcome to the... 21st century where you can have one tree for the next 10 years and uh so you have netflix it's a renewable are resource. you a netflix guy or did you just mention the that no i wanted to talk about that show and it's see if y'all good. had been watching it or if you'd watched it at all i watched it on the on the interweb but i hadn't yeah. watched it on netflix i, I believe it's know. a netflix original show it's pretty cool they do some neat the show stuff. meat Meat Eaters is what we're talking about on Netflix. It's, uh, it's, eh, I mean, there's some episodes where it's I'm like. It's not a hunting necessarily, right? Well, there is a lot of good. There's hunting, a lot of hunting. A lot of hunting. But well, I usually uh, see them where they're, they're shooting or the bow or whatever, and yeah. then they're carving it up, and then they're putting it over a flame. Yeah. And they got some, you know, like moose ribs that are yeah. out on the campfire. So it's an interesting show. Uh, they've got some really good episodes. I saw one with a father and son that he was up with, and uh, they got to spend that time together on the mountain, and they really went into that, you know, some of the true meaning of the father-son hunting time. Uh, I know just, you've had some of that. Yeah, I mean, it was just life. it was just really, uh, you know, a good, meaningful stuff. So they showed more than just the, you know, like the guy going, here's the arrow, and I'm going to put it in right there. Yeah, it's not your typical hunting show. It's more about the story around the hunting. And the beautiful epic mountains and campfire time. Sometimes they get a little, they get a little, uh, hmm. What are you thinking here? They get a little uh, snowflakey. Oh, a little millennial is you. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but in, in but what, it's not a bad show. In what Check way? You, I mean, it's not like the thing where you're going around the campfire and well, being... I think they're just doing it because it's a universal TV show. It's not a it's not a hunting show on the Outdoor Channel. Right. So people that may run into it are not necessarily hunters, and maybe that's the appeal to it. 
to draw people in. And they take a lot of first-time hunters, or that guy takes sure. some yeah. first-time hunters and go through the whole, the whole emotional part of the whole thing and all that. So that's good. I, I'm not against the show yet. Uh, yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they do they do the right thing. Um well, we're yeah. going. We're gonna. We're gonna go out. Uh, Ludy and his son. We're gonna go out and set up the and sit in the stands this afternoon in that bastrop. I mean, sorry, in our blanco. Yeah. Uh, you know, deer camp that yep. that doctor from Dell Children's Hospital mm-hmm. let us. He's letting us use if we'll bring kids out there or we'll uh, take. Right, right, right. He's got way too many axis deer out there. Yep. And he doesn't want. But so you're taking a kid out there this evening. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, for the afternoon, we're going to do a little setup, fill some feeders, make sure everything's, you know, the way it should be. Yeah. Teach them a little bit about the game A little cams. late to fill up the feeders if you're going to hunt tonight. Oh, no, we already did it. It's oh. just going to refill. Okay. We did it three or four weeks ago. It was the guy who had that film, that that uh, terror film, like Friday the 13th, right. going to be filmed out there. So we had to wait an extra week. So that's where we're going. Okay. Oh, See if the there was a turn. horror film being filmed out there. Yes, last week. Like the so slaughterhouse is going to be really the slaughterhouse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we can. Maybe hard to track blood if you shoot some. True, the splatters, you know, are be all over everywhere. the walls and every chainsaw, all that stuff. Uh, current state of the fishing world. Oh man! So we, I've mm-hmm. we've talked about it. It's yep, a continuing week, change, yep. changing state. And uh, TJ's not an expert on it. I am. So, I'll, oh, well, that's what when you weren't here last week, I he went here. all into it. Well, he he doesn't negative. understand. He doesn't understand all of it. Um, I'll tell you from a fishing side of things, okay. from somebody that's in oh. that is immersed in the fishing world. Um, the new three new circuits, three new pro fishing circuits a lot of people say there's not room for three professional circuits which you don't have three nfls you know but uh, you don't agree with that do you, uh, you i think, do no you think i absolutely agree no there's not enough room it's really? a very small industry very so small industry you can't about bringing so, in new people though so the negative all right the negative for all three series you cannot have three professional series but if i were to break them down for each series mlf at this point and i'm just talking current state right now today uh major league fishing the new series that came up stole 60 of the top elite pros and another 30 from flw has no locations set up they have dates set up for their tournaments they have zero locations announced so so far a fan trying to plan when they can go see their favorite angler, has no clue where they're going to be and cannot plan that. There is zero fan interaction without a schedule. So at this point, Major League Fishing came out and said, we're having a tough time finding locations to have our events. (laughs) A big part of that is connectivity uh, with live. Um, They they can't find a whole lot of places that have uh, perfect cell phone coverage. cell phone oh for their in for the their boat live field. in the boat live oh my. uh so they're having a lot of trouble with that uh so they have <laughs> zero locations set up so you've got 80 of the top anglers in the world right yeah that All just moved jump in ship jump yep. ship from everything they knew from the millions and millions of dollars they'd been making in the in the years past 
jumped ship and now jumped on this jumped on the ship that has no idea where it's going. <laughs> I would so do. they can't plan their yeah. They can't plan their travel. Their you know they have dates. No, they as just an don't angler, know where they're going. So you're saying an angler is probably in the same spot as a fan. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The anglers don't have any idea. Wow, wouldn't that make you nervous? Uh, that would be about as bad as it gets for me. Your wife would probably be going, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, Why did we do this? And just jump ship to... Wow. So anyway, I mean, I yeah, they'll come up with something, they'll do something, but it's just kind of like a thrown together deal, last minute hoopla that, man, you sure got a lot of... You got the best of the best that just jump ship to to come fish with you and... Wow. You don't have it together. so That's a big deal. But it's an angler's league. That's their big argument. It's an angler's league. They're making those decisions. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Bassmaster <laughs> has taken anglers from FLW, not from their own organization. Uh, dropped payouts in the opens, and the Bassmaster opens have dropped significantly. So yeah. you're trying to get anglers to uh, fish four tournaments in a series, drive up to Wisconsin with the same with less payout. It's not going to happen. I can't do that. I can't justify that expense. So I'd have, have to, to win. Do, they'd have to do more tournaments then, right? Oh, you have to raise your payouts. Don't drop. They dropped all their payouts. They don't have the, I guess they don't have the money coming. I don't know what they're doing. Anyway, they and then they stole anglers from FLW that had never fished Bassmaster, right, to come fish the mm-hmm. Elite Series. Why don't you pull from your own guys that are supporting you and fish in the Opens? Instead, oh, they pulled okay. from FLW a whole nother division that hadn't even necessarily fished a Bassmaster event. Wow. S- don't get me started. <laughs> FLW. <laughs> FLW, the schedule came out. Okay. They took some uh they took some guys that have zero credentials, but bought the right brand of boat. Oh, so my. some of these guys in the industry uh, I've researched a few of them. I can tell you that at least one is way not good to have in a professional series because of attitude or uh, the way just he... some past some history? past history stuff that's come out. Yeah, very, very, very bad. So that's going to become the convict so, uh, league. <laughs> yeah, uh, they just pulled some guys with zero credentials, zero background, and uh, left. So they pulled 170 pros. Wow, they had a hundred and they had two hundred and ten uh, registers send in their money, their deposits, and uh, so forty of those guys, uh, myself included, I actually backed out a couple of weeks before. Uh, really, they came up with yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't just wait around to see if I was going to get in. I, I was supposed to know two weeks prior to when they ended up. Uh, you know, anyway, long story there. Uh, but you, Zero mm-hmm. credentials. you got guys that have fished the Bassmaster Elite Series that didn't get in past people, you know, past people that have uh, got over $100,000 in earnings in FLW. They, they didn't get in, but this guy or these guys or this handful of guys that had the right boat brand and zero earnings uh, oh. are now fishing. So, so this is one of those pay-in... Pay-in deals. Pay-in-you-play kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But it didn't even matter. I was going to pay to play. They didn't let me in. So This shake-up. Well, so this is... I backed out. Wh- but, what do you think is going to happen overall next season? I have no clue. 
we're going to see what's going to happen. But uh, the positive of them, MLF, okay. Major League Fishing, has shaken things up, brought a major attention to the sport of bass fishing mm-hmm. on a different level, being their TV show is uh, on CBS and, and you know, it's some cool. of these major network yeah. channels. So it's brought a lot of attention to that. So and they've really shaken things up, obviously, uh, given anglers a lot of opportunities to move into these other series, you know, move to the Bassmaster Elite Series potentially, uh, or the FLW uh, Tour uh, potentially. Bass, nothing will ever replace the Bassmaster Classic. I don't care what you do, nothing will replace it. It is the pinnacle of the bass fishing world. And FLW, uh, they didn't waver their model. Something positive about them. They didn't waver their model. They had 210 guys knocking on the door. And they said, look, this is what we've done. This is what we're going to do. And we've got 210 guys that have sent in a large sum of money. You can look it up if you want to. I did it. A large sum of money just in deposits to try and play the game with the FLW Tour. Mm. And they had to turn guys down because, you know, it was too many. And uh, so positive on them, dude. They they got something going on because they didn't waver from what they were doing, and it's working. Uh, I heard one pro say something, uh, looking up all this stuff. There's a difference in anglers, the ones who fish for a living and the ones who are trying to fulfill a dream. There you go. So that's the big difference in all of these different anglers and where they're going and what they're doing. Are they doing it for a living or are they just trying to live out their dream? Hmm. So expensive hobby. It's wow. it's the Outdoor Zone Live <laughs> in the Buckhouse. Up next, Outdoor News of the Weird. You don't want to miss it. It is brought to you by Central Texas Honda Dealers. If you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology and the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. Not only does the 2018 Honda Accord allow us to stay connected on on the go with hands-free calling, heads-up display, and Apple CarPlay, but Honda Sensing has some incredible safety features. Have you seen that? Best of all, these features come standard on the 2018 Accord. So if you're listening to this commercial, you're feeling that Honda envy, come visit Central Texas Honda Dealers and test out one for yourself. Central Texas Honda Dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, and one friendly employee will make it uh, their goal to get you behind that wheel. Solve your Honda envy at one of our Central Texas Honda Dealers or online, centraltexashondadealers.com. See dealer for details. We'll be right back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Buckhouse. So 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Bring us in, Beach Tech. All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. You know, when uh, I'm out there at the ranch, I'm always uh, looking for a new truck. And, you know, we got the 
The fall is finally here, and it's the perfect weather to hit the ranch. I like the 2019 Ram 1500. It has better performance and more efficiency than any other. And the thing is, it's powerful. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds. Oh, man. Another classic is that 2019 Jeep Wrangler. The iconic go-anywhere vehicle that looks great on the lake with all the technology, design upgrades, and some amazing safety features. You know, like the uh, rear park assist, the blind spot monitoring, as I say. The rear cross path detection. And, you know, there are two and four-door Wranglers arriving almost every day. Oh, I like those four-door Jeep Wranglers. Those They're, are cool. Yeah, they are. We we had one for a little while, and yeah. you could actually get something in it, right? But the best part of it all, you can get it right now at a fraction of the price during the Ram Power Days and the Jeep Adventure Days at Nile Maxwell Superstore. So if you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles, head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Superstore. So that's over at 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at NileMaxwellSuperstore.com. Now it's time for your outdoor news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. The oh-so-credible uh, news source of Huffington Post. Uh, get a lot of stories off of them. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably probably just read that entire uh, Huffington Post, and that could be the entire and news of the And we just go against it. Weird, yeah. 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 Uh, liberal news site was lampooned after saying Christmas classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was seriously problematic over mm. claim that it features sexism and bullying. <laughs> I love. I'm sorry. I was playing is this with where, my mic. Is this where our world is going? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Rudolph the Red News Reindeer. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> You're <That's> terrible. A... <laughs> Viewers are noticing the tale may not be so jolly after all. The outlet's video said they're sharing their observations online. Among these observations was the suggestion that the TV classic was a story about racism and homophobia <laughs> while calling santa claus abusive and bigoted oh my god <laughs> yearly reminder that rudolph the red-nosed reindeer is uh based on racism um well you don't want to read the rest yeah, of that you gotta be real careful yeah santa's operation is an hr nightmare <laughs> and in wow. serious need of diversity diversity <laughs> and inclusion training Wow, what the Christmas spirit has they come to. They need more diverse elves. That's right. I just hate how, you know, Rudolph is, uh, you know, set aside because he's different. And uh, you Some eagle-eyed uh, social media critics also said the cartoon is sexist because Rudolph's mom was snubbed after she wanted to help reindeer husband Donner to search for their son after he goes missing. No, this is man's work, Donner says. <laughs> My wife would say, "Okay, uh, you're absolutely correct. Breakfast will be here when you get home, honey." Uh, Huffington Post, uh, and and because she would say that because she wants to say that because you she know, likes her role as a woman and a provider of 
those sorts. Yeah, because your wife would actually go out and do that and is very capable of that. But she leaves that to you, man. That's great. Huffington's Post effort to highlight the uh, beloved movie attract tens of thousands of negative comments, most of them mocking the video. Oh, look, something people like to enjoy, like and enjoy. Let's go ruin it. <laughs> yeah. If you try hard enough, you can find offense in almost anything. True. Mm-hmm. Others pointed out that the Huffington Post misunderstood the cartoon as troubling characters learn their lesson in the end. Exactly. But... The bigoted characters learned they were wrong. It teaches a lesson. It doesn't endorse a prob- uh, problematic stuff. Even President Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., weighed in on the topic, tweeting, Liberalism is a disease. <laughs> Personally, my favorite mm-hmm. of all of the cartoons is Bambi. I love Bambi. Always have. When- <sighs> When that hunter lands that monster buck at the very beginning of the movie, it's like, dude, this is awesome. You're gonna, it's like meat eater TV. Sweet shot, bro. Giant buck. That buck was a giant. Bambi's dad, huge. Yeah. I was so proud of the hunter for that. What but, if you had Bambi's dad up there on the wall, you know, man? It, hmm? I do. That That's pretty cool. That's what you could call it. My now. wife shot Bambi's dad <laughs> and Bambi's grandfather. He sits upon our wall. I'm still looking. See, I was uh, hunting the last, uh, after Thanksgiving, kind of this new tradition thing we started a few years ago, going to the ranch right after Thanksgiving for that weekend with the family, my so in-laws. you have Thanksgiving dinner at home? Right. And then the next day And then day we go to the Black ranch either, either that night or Black Friday, we go to the ranch, right, and skip the whole black friday thing i bet you started that whole thing didn't uh, you? no, like, we're gonna get way out of nah, this black nah. friday shopping thing it, it's like a way to like okay i just spent all day yesterday with the family <laughs> i need some peace and serenity get me out to the ranch before i break somebody's shin um now we so, were we were watching you take your daughter around through the uh you know yeah, through yeah. the le- or the ranch I did there. I did take off the weekend to uh spend it with the family and yes Sailor made it to the to the ranch for her very first time 7 hour trip there 3 hour trip home Oh so uh yeah but I was ready for it a lot of we diaper did, changes we did, on the way We did very good we did very good Have you learned uh, to drive and change a diaper at the same time with one hand <laughs> I'm Pretty sure that's illegal Oh um I tried it on the way home and got pulled over Uh <laughs> but uh no it was a good time uh found a deer on camera my so You got it set aside you're so ready So I wanted to move my stand the hunt I, the stand I I hunt at my in-laws place Right. They uh-huh. stick me in the corner and say, you can hunt here. And then, uh, <laughs> and that's where everybody pees and, you know, all that. So, the junk pile. Nah, you know, kidding. where they yeah. burn. We burn trash so out there. So, I wanted to move the stand. Uh, I didn't like where it was. It was a little in the open. It didn't seem like the deer were real comfortable when they came an old through outhouse. there. Okay. So, we mm. moved it. And, uh, or actually, my father in law moved it uh, a couple of weeks prior to Thanksgiving. Or the week before, I think Thanksgiving. Were you in on that? Uh, I mean, you no, knew where I it was going. No, I wasn't there. I knew where it was going. We had okay. talked about it. We looked on satellite. On satellite, um, we knew it was going to be some work cutting down some trees and stuff. But he did it uh, while I wasn't there, so that was mighty nice wow. of him. Thank you. And uh, 
got the new cameras in place, everything. Went to check the cameras right after Thanksgiving when we first get out there. And there's a, uh, look, we're hunting the hill country. So a hill country, deer's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Body-wise. R- well, just, Still good, just right? antler, antler-wise. But okay. uh, found an absolute hill country brute on camera. Saw him twice. Big neck. Big neck, big head, older deer, thick, you know, mm-hmm. tines, Thicky. everything. So I hunted that deer, and I've been hunting it. Mm-hmm. I've lost sleep for days on end. Since I saw that deer on camera, I've yet to see him in person. <laughs> Yesterday, I get a text message from my father-in-law. Oh, that no. deer is dead. He sent you a text <laughs> with the picture of Bambi's dad? <laughs> he said it's not him. There's another one identical to this one oh, running yeah. with that one. <laughs> right. It's definitely not him. But uh, Buck. Buck got his can, buck? He, he can hear me. Uh, he can hear me. He listens to the show from the from the uh, ranch probably shooting your deer he's got him in really he's got nothing left to hunt this year because he's out of tags uh after he shot my deer so well there's still access around right hey, I'll, go, I'll go to the ranch and uh he'll work on the fire ring or something you know kind of rake the place around rake the maybe we <laughs> have nothing to live for anymore right uh, he took your joy away i have no joy he left and robbed honey. you just i had one thing ever i've never hunted for a particular deer you know, I've never seen one on camera yeah. or You've in the off season that? and said, that's the one. That's the one. I'd wow. never done it. I'd never done it. Wow. I so thought, that okay. was the one. I and, just can't uh, wait to see what he looks like. What's that little tear? Can you wipe that little tear off the corner that's of your fine, eye? That's fine, Buck. I mean, <sighs> really, it's not my place. It's not my deer. It's not my game anyway. So. And they moved your stand. No, wherever I, it didn't. I'm not sure that it's the same deer, but. I'm going to pretend like it was and give him a hard time. <laughs> well, he's a good guy for that. <laughs> Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've not been shooting your deer, but letting you shoot that deer. And works hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running good like on. Yeah, family-owned and operated. <laughs> Sun Auto offers a full range of auto repair and maintenance uh for all types of vehicles, they require all of their technicians to be ASE certified. Uh, I go there. That's where I take my trucks. Uh, I've got numerous trucks that go there. My wife's vehicles, I trust in the work that they do. They'll do warranty work. They're an alternative to the dealership. Sun Auto Service, locations to mention the one I go to, 405 West Slaughter Lane. They've got one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. And the newest one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. That's not true. The newest one is 1206 Ranch Road 620. Hmm. Uh, you can check out all kinds of deals. They've got coupons and specials running all the time at sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, it's Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It's the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas. It's the, the Outdoor world. Zone. Live right here on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Father, please forgive me. And I stood up and with all my might and sang to the Lord. Let praises be to this time. But then now let's go. Let's go. We got some things to see. Come and listen to what the preacher said. Now it's to the Lord. Let praises be this time. But then now let's go. This T Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. 
Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Brought to you by McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns Central, Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. I need to go in there and get some rings. So get this. I go to the... I go to get my guns out for the ranch i realized i had moved some scopes around taken some Uh-oh. scopes off okay. went to put a new scope on didn't have the right ring so i need to go get the right rings for my scope to put it back on my deer rifle that i did not in. have i had to borrow my wife's deer rifle need a referral for your personal <laughs> carry class or looking to for the right shotgun or uh, the right rifle you can find mcbrides in the same place it's been for years they've got everything you need McBride's is the staple in the outdoor world. Go see our friends at McBride's. No one else gives back more than McBride's guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call if you got any questions, 512-472-3532. You can check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. A Massachusetts man arrested for illegally hunting geese with a bow and arrow near a school grounds. <laughs> a man was critically charged uh, was criminally charged in Massachusetts for illegally hunting geese with a bow and arrow on Thanksgiving Day near a school area. Officials said the 19-year-old was hunting Canadian geese to eat for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, one goose was found decapitated. Nice shot. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Well, of course he was. Holy cow. Way to go. Uh, Officials spoke with the man who said he was using a bow and arrow to target the geese. Several arrows were scattered on Foulmouth's Lawrence school grounds where the geese often congregate. (laughs) One arrow was also stuck in a shed. That's where he went wrong, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where he crossed the line. The man was charged with careless use of a weapon resulting in property damage. The teen allegedly told police he had a license to hunt, but police said he didn't. Uh, his hunting equipment was seized. Mm-hmm. Other charges include no federal duck stamp, no hunter education course, and hunting near a dwelling within 500 feet. Mm, bad day. Bad day. <laughs> yeah. Bad day. But <laughs> I... Uh, wanted to say that i mean i totally get it got a little <laughs> i know it's like so you see all these geese like right. come down and land like 500 of them and what do you do mom doesn't have a thanks dad doesn't have the money for a thanksgiving day bird you're out there why not harvest one at the local school grounds right nobody's in school he got excited. Nobody's right. in school. I think it was a case of the, uh, yeah, maybe got out of hand. Just jumped before you thought about it, yeah. right? Yeah. And then 19, be- 19 years old. I Now, I've never committed any game violations in my life. Uh, okay. But at 19 years old, I've probably 
shot at a few things. No, maybe you no, should no, no. Done things uh, before thinking all the way through the entire scenario. Isn't that what nineteen to twenty is? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we don't want to. It doesn't have to be, right? Doesn't have to be. Mm, no, these damn kids would just listen to what I say. You, no, I'm kidding. Wow, <laughs> but it is. I mean, Hunter's education. You know, Absolutely. we we go. So one thing. So that, where was his dad in this? Where was his guidance? Where was his grandfather? Where was that man, that neighbor, that taught him to shoot a bow? Right. Where was that discipline? Obviously, wasn't trained in this scenario. Right. Uh, where he um, really went wrong was. I, I mean, of course, all of it was wrong, but uh, when he started damaging property with arrows, not knowing where those arrows are going. Well, that's what you do when you when you're just being a juvenile instead of a uh, you know the like hunting, right? The whole reason for it, right? When you're just getting out there, just jumping, shooting at things. Just yeah, you're right. Misdirection, and I think there's uh, mentors out there that can make a big difference Absolutely. in somebody's life. If That's you, our job. Well, I think our job is to connect them with the vision of what we're trying to accomplish, you know, to get out there and follow the rules are there. Like conservation is there for a reason, right? Wildlife conservation. Right. And we're doing it for a reason. We're not just, I know we always say whack them and stack them, but it's all within the limits of what is trying to be accomplished on the land with the land owner with the uh, what you can fit in your freezer, right? You don't just want to go stick yeah. something and yeah. then not use it or just right. you got to have a plan for it. Yeah. And I think so many times we can teach them, what's your plan? So when that deer comes out, what are we going to do after that? TJ and I talked about this last week a little bit and didn't get too far on it, but I was out with my nephews and I kept hearing going to different places. I was taking them on a hunting extravaganza. We did everything from varmint hunting. We we got deer hunting in the hill country. We went out and visited a ranch that was like 5,800 acres for a pre uh, a pre visit for a Texas youth hunting program that we're going to do in January. And I kept hearing the same thing over and over because these guys were first time shooters and they mm -hmm. got their deer on Tuesday morning. Yeah. And so after that, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, the fun stops when you pull that trigger, right?" The right, and I kept hearing right. You that always hear that, yeah, over and over. And then now it, the real work begins. Yeah, now it's going to be horrible, and you've got to <laughs> gut that thing and do. And I'm thinking it's all about the vision of how you, you know, it is hard work, no doubt, right? Right. But why make it a negative thing? Why not, you know, endorse it? Okay, this is celebrate it. We, yeah, this is something we get to do because we were responsible hunters. We take it down. Yeah. Here's how we finish the job. And have fun with it a little bit. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, no, you got to, yeah, that's that really sucks well, me when for you pull years. that trigger. Me for years. You know, I don't want to have to clean anything. I ain't shooting. You know, I'll go sit in a deer stand. And I'll spend <laughs> hours and hours hunting, you know, day after day over a season. But I never pull the trigger because I don't want to have to deal with it afterwards. Well, you probably were just uh, immersed in it too much, right? I mean, being out there, being a guide and all, you probably... Did a whole bunch of peoples where they shot it and then walked away, yeah. high fived, and yeah, went cleaned, and got some drinks. I've cleaned uh, several thousand animals in my time. I'm right. just waiting for my kiddo to raise her up where she can clean all my animals, and then so, I'll start shooting like crazy again. So what's the goal? About three years old? <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I saw, I know some yeah. guides that have done it at three. Yeah. Two, two or three. Yeah. Now she's she's almost ready. She's almost she's ready. A, get her a camo onesie or something. She's a little over two months old. She's just about there. Well, you got to build up those she's shoulder muscles driving. for her. Yeah. She's already driving. You could get her to drive her to drive you to the stand and come pick you up again. Yes. How about that? Eh. Nah, I'll just take her with stand with me. Okay, that's a good idea. But you see where I'm going with that when we're talking about yeah, the don't whole... make it this big miserable experience afterwards and this big you know process. Make it something that you celebrate. I think that's one of my biggest flaws. I don't celebrate a lot. I don't celebrate anything. You don't do the cross. You know, we you do know, the, the blood cross thing. No, and I all don't that. mean just in hunting. I just mean in life in general. I'm going a little bit deeper than that. I don't Ooh. celebrate a lot of things, milestones, and different things like that. I mean, you can bring it into the same conversation, and we don't stop long enough, right? Our goal is this. We hit that goal. We go, okay, good. We hit that. Let's keep good. Here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Instead of stopping and going, look, we just hit that goal. High five. That's awesome, right? And you do the same thing in hunting. You go, uh, all right, well, crap we got a deer down now we gotta go get it and we clean it and we clean it up put mm-hmm. it in the freezer and i'm gonna haul it over to the processor drop it off the processor and then go home take a shower and then you get home and you take a shower and you clean up and you sit on the couch you're like oh, all right glad that's over with yeah that's all wrong man it's all wrong that you're so right a guy gave me really good advice because i struggled with this because there are people who celebrate for too long Oh, and absolutely. And it's all they talk and about. It's and it's annoying. Dude, I know. I've seen the spike you showed me on your cell phone, the picture, <laughs> seven times. I get it. So that on the guy? reverse of that, right, that right. So here's the advice for the day. Wisdom from Beefsteak. Oh, gosh. So here's what you do to solve that. You always give yourself 24 hours to celebrate and then stop the clock. So really have a good time. Really talk about it. Really enjoy it. Relive it. And after 24 hours, it's over, man. You're on to the next adventure. Yeah. That's just enough time for you 